Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Beyond the Fairway Podcast, Dougie Fresh, Will Lowry, um, Michael Strahan's coming in here to join us today on this episode. We caught up with him in Tahoe. Um, we only had so long to talk to Michael Strahan, Will. You know how it is with that dude. He got game shows, morning shows, radio shows, podcasts. Uh, he's just an all-around G. So we we, did, we we got what we could. So we apologize now for the abrupt stop. He had a tea time. We had to, we had to get to it. Will, what's cracking? Just bringing in traffic, dog. Just, just bringing in traffic. Air traffic controller Will Lowry, Soul Plane, and yeah, we're here. So those that can't see, Will is actually wearing what seems to be a PlayStation headset on today's episode of Beyond the Fairway. You'll see it if you're watching this, but if you're listening, I I, I feel like Will just got his ass kicked by a twelve year old in Call of Duty. That's I'm getting. <laughs> Getting gaming vibes, Will. That's pretty accurate. I lost. I played. I played a Madden. I'm in a Madden franchise league. You know, it's, it's around the country. And last night, it was a close game, and I ended in a tie. So I just been frustrated ever since last night. But we're here. Nothing's working. Technology is not working right now. My 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 Bluetooth. Beats won't connect to the computer, so I had to improvise, and now we here with uh, uh, PlayStation Five headphones. So well, we'll I'm be here. sure to uh, you know, right? There you go. Make sure I, before we go to the Strahan interview, we we you know yeah, let people know which way yeah, to go the, to get it. The air traffic controller uh, signs what you're doing is perfect right now because I feel like hey, that. I feel that guy. <laughs> you know what pisses me off though? I'm gonna just just talk a little bit today. What? On this episode, every so often you get a boring ass week in golf. Not gonna just hate on the industry. It's what we love. We love golf, and they can't say it on you know, Morning Drive or Golf Today or those shows that are out there now. Golf Central. I'll say it. This weekend in golf was absolutely boring. It's not. I I wasn't even pulled to watch you know the tournaments. Yes, yeah, Hideki Matsuyama won Zozo Championship in Japan. Super dope, right? The guy goes to his home country. He wins. He's the only player. Uh, since Tiger Woods in 2019 to win the Masters and the Zozo Championship, but other than that, I don't have a storyline from that but, tournament. Uh, Will. Hold on, like, Doug. I don't hold even. On. I don't even Doug, know. Doug, the last 15 minutes of that tournament was pure theater. I mean, he he, he three birdies and an eagle on the last eight holes. It's fine. That was theater. That was theater. It, he won was... by five. Like okay, he didn't even need to do all that. I mean, it was, yes, it was boring, but it was he won though. It was good. It was good for no. what the options that we had. Yes, <laughs> I'm not taking anything away from Hideki Matsuyama. He got look. 
winning on home turf has to be one of the hardest feats to accomplish in the game. And I'm not taking anything away from him. But overall, I'm just talking about the overall. I don't know if I had stuff going on in my life. I don't know what was going on. I don't know if it was the, the commercials and the buildup for the championships that were played this week. I just wasn't excited about it. But I was like, you know what? Eh, whatever, man. Yeah, I, I admit, I can't say I was fully engaged. Like, if he wins this tournament, this definitely has to ease the disappointment of not earning a medal during the Tokyo Games. I wasn't like that. <laughs> you mean last year's Olympics this year, right? Yeah, this, yeah, the 2021 Olympics that happened in 2020-something, whatever they say, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> same with the Ryder Cup. That's still messing with me. Um, Jin Young-Ko getting a win, BMW Championship, 200th Korean player, a 200th win by a Korean player on the LPGA Tour. I Look, is it is it impressive? Yes. Is it something that I was really excited about? No. She returned number one in the world. I... Just wasn't exciting. Yeah, I that's... just wasn't. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's uh, that's news to me. Thank you for 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 telling me that, Dougie, my man. It's all right. <laughs> and then here you have the oldest player that can still walk and swing. And I'm not saying that to be funny. I'm I'm more impressed that Bernhard Longer is still whooping people's ass. On the championship, sure. you know that that How? thing. What that, I I really want to know what water he's drinking. <laughs> like the fountain of youth has to be in his backyard. No because, question. Because <laughs> the way this guy, I mean, even when you look at his stats when it comes to the Masters, like he's he's competitive even when he plays in the Masters. I want to. I don't. Quote, I might need to get my our stat guys to help us out. I want to say he made a cut last year. I think he made a cut at the Masters last year. Hey, man. Or, or maybe I can't remember. I figured it out. It's it's off week for us as well. But uh, I, I just I'm I really kudos He's, to that guy for for, for know, still doing his thing. Couple years, not to sound flexy, but I'm just gonna tell a quick story. I get invited randomly to play golf at Adios. Yes, it's an all-men's club. There's still a few of those around. Regardless of how you feel, the course was immaculate. So I get to the course, Will, and Bernhard Longer is putting uh, Mm -hmm. at Adios. I go play 18 holes. I come back. He's still putting. He's still putting. I always find that interesting when it comes to like the elite players in the world because mm-hmm. they will spend a round of golf doing a singular thing during their practice. Mm-hmm. Half the reason why I don't think I made it. But that's not the point. This dude is double my age and practice double the length that I ever worked out on one thing. Yeah. I'm just, it's, I'm just it's, funny, it's funny that you think that's the half is the reason why you didn't make it. <laughs> It's the discipline. But, it's the discipline. It, but it's it's something about those elite players and how they focus on one thing. Because I, I guarantee you that a lot of players who are on tour and who are aspiring to get on tour can't do what he do around that putting green. Which also sure. leads me to think, it kind of reminds me of, uh, I, I hate to bring his name up, but Steph Curry. Like, when you see Steph, when you see Steph practice, it's like... No other NBA player can do what he do. You know, I heard rumors of other NBA players that try to, you know, come work out with Steph and they can't get through those drills. So, like, why? It makes you wonder, like, you know, if you knew, if you know that's the 
the the the peak. If you know that's the that's where that's where it stops. That's where the best happens. It makes you wonder like why other you know golfers or basketball players aren't you know kind of under the the wing of those great players. So yeah, I, I can see where Bernhard, Bernhard Lang is doing what he's what he's doing and why he's so successful at the age of north of sixty three. <laughs> And not to chop you, he actually missed the cut last year, but he made the three previous cuts at Augusta. So I'm not trying to just – I know you said that you didn't yeah, know but it, fact check. I just yeah. want to hit you with the, nah, with no, the random knowledge. You, hold on. You go crush me in front of everybody. I see that in the group chat. That ain't nothing to do with you. <laughs> you are not you are, you are not uh, Brandon Shambly out here on me. No, I, I read it. You just read it before I did. So I got yes, you. Black Shambly out here. That's all it was. Man, shout out to Brandon Shambly for holding us down when we saw him up at the Ryder Cup. Uh, let's do this, Will. Let's go ahead and uh, – I'm gonna let you introduce the the, the Strahan interview because I'm sure you can, you know, bring it in and <laughs> tell us where to go with it. Well, here is our uh, our Michael Strahan interview from Tahoe, and it's short, but there's some great tidbits in it, in his interview that I believe that we can uh, we can take from it. So here's a uh, Michael Strahan interview at Tahoe, and hope you enjoy. Was that right? Close enough. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Beyond the Fairway Podcast welcomes in the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Michael Strahan. What's going on, brother? I'm good, man. I'm on a golf course. What's better than that? <laughs> we, we out here cooking, though, on this we golf course. Is, if you smell something cooking, it's three black guys in a row right here <laughs> in black chairs. <laughs> out here cooking. <laughs> Mike, why is this a week that you, you put on your calendar? Well, you know what? I've, I've been offered to, uh, been invited to come here year after year, and I kept saying, no, nah, I can't do it because I have to take vacation right. to come out here. Exactly. I know what and, that feels like. Yeah, man. And But it was worth it to come. I got a lot of friends who play. A lot of them I know I can beat. So I figure I wouldn't come in last place, so I might as well come out here and play. Well, you know, how do you manage the vacation time, the PTO time you request, <laughs> when you have all of these uh, – these uh, jobs that you have, you know, Good Morning America, et cetera, et cetera, hundred thousand uh, dollar pyramid. How do you do that? Uh, what, how does that? What does that uh, invoice? What does that look I like? Got, the email. Got, you know what? I got a I got a good team, right? So <laughs> I got a good team of people. We things have to be planned out way in advance. Okay, all right. So it's not like oh, I wake up one day, you know, I'm gonna go to that tournament. Right. Well, I'm gonna take a vacation. No, <laughs> sometimes I got to lay it out a year in advance. Nice. Which is hard. It's hard to do when you have kids too. It's Absolutely. like um, you got school schedules and, yeah. and everything else, but. If it's worth it, you make it Absolutely. work. Absolutely. So, so how how do you pre- prepare for events like this? You know, when you have all these stuff going on, the hoopla. Well, like for this, yeah, just play, just play. Yeah, get so out not play. a lot of preparation. Not, you know, no. What can you do? You can't prepare yourself. Like the thing that makes me most nervous is not really the golf hitting the ball. Yeah. The people. The, pe- the people. The people. But you're so used to the people. Hold on, Dougie. Hold on, Dougie. So you mean, tell, you mean to tell me being in front of people is making you nervous, yes. Mr. Hall of Famer? Yes, I'm in front of people for everything I do except for golf. Oh, nice. Football, I know what to do in front of people. Right. It doesn't bother me. I actually like the people. Cheer, boom, <laughs> kick me, yell, scream. I like that. <laughs> golf? golf is different, is man. <laughs> if you think about it, it's crazy because everybody here, the athletes and all the noise right. that goes on. Golf, the ball doesn't move. move. Nobody throwing well, nothing at exactly. you. Not go- it's quiet out. People shut up. It's just you. Absolutely. And it's it, all right, right, right here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Are there any things that you, like, brought over from football into golf that 
Any translatable skills? Get, I think I ain't been hitting a while, so I, I gotta ask. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't been hitting a while? No, I just oh, said that right here, man. I've been hitting anybody in a while. I haven't hit anybody in a while. I'm kind of itching. Easy killing. He's like, dang. This son got me angry. He woke up real quick. Jerome, can you come over here and stand No, I don't want to mess with Jerome. I mess my shoulder up. Messing with him back in the day. That hurts back. Yeah, man. But when I, when I, you know, I, I just think that um, the things I learned to golf and football have in correlation to each other in life, actually, mm-hmm. something bad happens. You gotta just move on, go to the next one. You can't think about it. You can't mm-hmm. dwell on it. Football, you're not going to win every play. You get beat. You better think about it real quick because this 350-pound guy is coming right back to get you again. Absolutely. So you don't have time to be mad or to be upset or to dwell on what happened in the past. And golf, you're going to hit bad shots. We're not pros. Right. right. And but it- just – and, that makes, and that's what made me wonder, like, when I hear people say in football and basketball they're nervous. It's a reactionary sport. When we talk mm-hmm. about golf, that ball's not moving. Mm-hmm. You have so much for you to get in the way. Yeah. And that's why I, now I look I, when I hear people say they're nervous, I, I'm like, I don't believe you. It's a mental thing. So yeah, it's, it's, it's mental. You know, you sitting over the ball going, oh, man, you know, if I hit this bad shot, they ain't going to respect my family, the kids. Like you, I got I got, I got a family named right. up home. Like, that's a, that's a lot of stuff right. going it's on right here, man. Yeah. But you got, you got millions of people watching you daily. That does not bother still... me one whatsoever. Because you don't because see them, though. Like, I don't not... see Even when we have a live audience, mm-hmm. I love live. Yes. Live just keeps you engaged. It makes you focus. Not the golf doesn't make me focus, but it's just a different mm-hmm. deal. It's a different deal. Plus, that's what I do. Fair. No, that's and fair. And if I were out every day, playing every day, practicing every day, not saying I would be a pro, but mm-hmm. I'd be a lot more comfortable. Absolutely. And I just hope that people aren't lying in fair. It's like, you know, I don't really know where this is yeah. going half the time, so y'all need to step it back. Can you can you describe, can you uh, paint us a picture of what did it look like going from football into broadcasting? It was, um, for me, it was scary. It was scary. What it looks like. Yeah. yeah. Everybody, you know, 15 <laughs> years I played, we win the Super Bowl. I decided I wanted to retire. I could have gone back and played more football, but I realized my head wasn't into it anymore. My heart was done. Mm-hmm. I'd done everything I needed to do in the game. Absolutely. I had to deal with Fox. I knew I had that deal. Yeah. I still was missing football. I still was scared to leave the game, even though I already had another job, mm-hmm. because it's a lot of ways how your entire identity is locked up. And then going from sports to to daytime yes. and entertainment mm-hmm. and then news, yes. all those things are completely different. Game shows, everything's a completely different yeah. um, mental process. Uh-huh. But I never saw myself as just a football player. So for me, that's, that's I helpful. look yeah. and I want to, hey, let me see if I can do it. Are you, are you telling other guys, like, and I'm sure you mentor guys in the league, are you yeah. telling them that you're, you know, there's other avenues, like, like use this platform while you got it, but, like, we can flip this. My number one message is when you have the notoriety in the platform, it allows you to get yourself into rooms mm, absolutely. that you will not get in if you're a guy off the street. Now, when or, you're in the room, you or, have to take advantage ranges. of it, right? That's, that's culture you capital. Gotta, yeah. Exactly. you got to make sure that when you're in the room because of who you are, that you add value to the room when yeah. you're there, so they keep you there. Because if they, because if not, you're just going to be a guy to get a picture with and go home and tell their kids and put it on their wall. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if you bring value when you get yourself in those rooms, you can do anything and have have an opportunity to be in whatever type of business that you want to be. And it doesn't have to be entertainment. It doesn't have to be in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of of like my ex teammate Justin Tuck, mm-hmm. who decided he didn't want to do TV, went to Wharton Business School, and now he's he's over there at Goldman Sachs crushing it. Crushing so. It. Yeah. It's so many different avenues that you can take. But when you're an athlete, it gets you in the room. Why don't you intern? 
don't have an ego. Go grab some coffee, pick, run, grab, get papers off the copy right. machine. I don't right. care how big of a deal you yeah. are. Right. Learn a business that somebody on somebody else's dime instead of you finishing the game and then throwing all your money behind something you know nothing about and you only hope to, succe- to have success with. Creating a diverse pipeline for yeah. an entryway. How the hell did you get in the game? Golf. How, how did I was happen? invited to stuff like this, and I would always say no. And then I realized, man, these are some nice places they play in this game, man. Why am I not on the beach hey. hitting the ball with the ocean? I, bro, I, I, I 100% get it. But I know we got tea time, and it's a nice place you got to play right back behind us. Yeah. So we're going to get you out of here, man. We appreciate the five minutes. Thank you right. for being on Beyond the Fairway. Wish me luck. Wish me luck. Wish me luck. Wish me luck. Good luck to you this week, sir, here at the American Center. Thank you. That was very important for you to say that to me. It made me feel whole. You know what? I got money on you this week. so. Oh, my brother. Well, I don't man. have money on a man, but I'm glad he came to see us, though. You know what? Just because he don't, I'm going to help you. There we have it. We have uh, Michael Strahan (laughs) providing us some uh, tidbits on, you know, how to kind of maneuver around uh, the golf industry and how to maneuver just around business on other people's dime. I thought it was pretty interesting. I thought it pretty interesting, Doug, you know, when he said, you know, learn how to pick up uh, some type of, of, of business, learn business on other people's dime. And I think that's what kind of one of the things that, you know, one of the, the perks of being an athlete, you know, you can kind of get into some circles and some rooms that can, uh, can you know, carry you throughout your career after or post whatever sport it is that you're playing. Yeah. Um, with Strahan, one, he's, he's, he's like the, new, the, the modern Steve Harvey, right? Steve Harvey, is, he's like the template that I feel like Strahan's trying to achieve. Mm. Game show host, I like morning that. show, podcast. Uh, every, everything that has to do with entertainment and the microphone, Michael Strahan is a part of. But, but one thing, Will, that stands out to me, he went into the league with a plan. And I, I, I look at friends that I have in the leagues, the various leagues, and you watch spending, you watch frivolousness, you watch all these things. And um, I don't feel like people actually go in and plan for the end. Look, the average lifespan of a player in the NFL will five to seven years. Five to seven years. And day one to say, okay, in five to seven years, what do I want to do next? And use that time, that platform, that, that connections, right? Um, to get somewhere, I think is so forthright and and so damn smart. So shout out to Strahan for giving us those nuggets that if you do get a platform, think about how to use it to, to get to where you want to be. And you know what? He didn't want to be in the NFL anymore. He wanted to do some different. <laughs> Sorry, and, Brian. And that's what he did. And I, I think it's dope, man. You, and there's guys that you can watch right now who are who are in those leagues, and you can see how they maneuver, how they move. Uh, what comes to mind is is Larry Fitzgerald. I mean, Larry Fitzgerald is probably one of the smartest guys when it comes to like uh, just being in, in a business in a business sense. You know, you can see how uh, I spent some time with Andre Iguodala uh, out the at the Workday um, Golf Tournament, uh, benefiting Steph Curry's foundation, and Look. and it was it was amazing to see how how Andre had the lingo in, you know, the di- the dialogue uh, when he was talking to, you know, some of the, the big tech uh, leaders in, in the industry. And I think you have to be, cons- you have to really uh, have a plan, like you said, from the beginning 
and see where you can be in the end as far as, you know, how to make extra money outside the court or course or field or whatever it is. So um, everybody really model after of, of Strahan and, 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 and Steph and Iguodala and Fitzgerald and to see how those guys move in business. And it makes Pim the sport, which is which is pretty dope. And let's just be honest. Them cats is rich. Like they rich, they on their way to wealthy, right? Rich is something you can lose with a drug habit, a bad night in Vegas. Wealthy is generational. Shout out to Chris Rock for that little line. But that's that's how I've always looked at it when I heard that. Like these guys are like almost wealthy uh, and can pay other people's salaries and bills, and it's impressive. Like I hate to keep using that weak ass term, but it is impressive that these guys have basically just flipped it. They have flipped the script. Like they're they're not those athletes that go play the league, retire and then try to try to live off other people. They're, they're not um Antoine Walker. Yeah. Ooh. I said Ooh, not you did not say Walker. Antoine Walker, did you? I did. He played at Kentucky. I've known him since I was a kid. He's not Antoine Walker. He ain't out here in Atlanta's betting 3 400,000 on blackjack and craps. You won't, you won't say that saying. you won't say that Antoine Walker face. I will yeah, and run. Yes, I will. <laughs> <laughs> that and running is something you I'm, might get away from him doing. I'm so that get, might be perfect. I, I'm out. He ain't getting me. He ain't getting me. Uh, that's all I'm saying. But look, Mike, we appreciate you coming in here going beyond the fairway. You're welcome back. We want. I want to expand because what's interesting, Will, and I don't know if you heard it as we just uh, listened to, we weren't the best interviewers with the Strahan interview. I'm just going to be honest. No. I, we, we've come... That was Tahoe. That was June. Whenever it was, in the June, first of July, we've come a long way. A long since, way uh, since that. That interview. That, that interview was so bad. damn annoying, bro. I could, I could, I couldn't stomach through it, man. I'm. I said absolutely what fifty eight times. This is about eighteen. I count it. Okay. <laughs> you can't count. I didn't know. I think your, your scores. Hey, but <laughs> however, however, it was. Uh, there's a maturation process, and that's it is. that's that's where that's where we are. You know, that's that's where we are. Well, people but, think um, you can just come in here and do this real quick. Like, no, there's some things you got to learn. There's some things. Like, what I appreciate now, we actually will let each other finish talking before we. No, we won't. We won't let each other finish. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just but it's kidding. funny. Like we we've learned like cues about each other, and 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 then we were just we were stepping on each other's conversations and. We always had some type of filler word like absolutely or facts, you know, and it's, right. it's nice that now you I think we can see that the conversation or the point that we're trying to make isn't finished and we can wait until we're both done to, to come in. It's just little stuff that makes us a little bit better. We're, we're so much better now. So much but better. One thing one thing I, I do give us credit because we're athletes, we will adjust and adapt. I think in a more timely manner, going back to what, you know, uh, Michael said in his interview, you know, he, he was saying that he wasn't really nervous in being in front of the crowd. He wasn't really nervous being in front of the camera, but he had to really prep to get ready for, for, you know, being on camera making sure that he's, he's prepared mm -hmm. and is whatever it is that he has to do. And so I think what I'm, what I'm trying to get to with you and I, because we're athletes, and we're okay with being in front of a crowd playing golf or what have you is all we have to do is get the technique down a little better. And then, you know, it's going to start coming a little more natural, a little more flow or what have you. Cause I just, you know, I mean, sh give me some time, dog. Damn. I, I, I was borderline nervous talking to Strahan, man. Like he's, he, you know, to us, 
Michael freaking Strahan. You know what I'm saying? And we, I'm out here like half fanboy, but then trying to be like, you know, prim and proper and get my questions out. And hey, I enjoyed the conversation. I want, I want to do it a little bit longer form though. Mike, come on back up in here. Bring that ass here, boy. We want to. We got some more golf to talk about. <laughs> I, I feel like his gap disappears and comes back. Is it? Does it? Does it come back in this? I can't. I can never. No, it was fixed. No, it was fixed. fixed. But I feel like I just saw it not fixed just recently. Like it's it's uh, it's it's. I feel like the gap. I I feel like he has a lisp, and then sometimes he don't have a lisp. I just I maybe just me. I won't, and I won't say that in his face either. Hey, but but you got Nate Barrelson that's made the jump. You know, Mm -hmm. and you know he's he's on his straight hand morning show NFL vibes. So shout out to everybody, man. We we appreciate it. Will you want to get to it? As I know, there's some things we still got to discuss today, but let's go ahead and it's, let's. I'm gonna put it earlier today. Let's go ahead and get to it. It's a shame of the week. A week. You know what, Will? Usually for the shank of the week, we sit here and we discuss some bull stuff that's happened around the game of the golf. Maybe not in golf that applies to golf, like the lady that was speeding in a golf cart on I-95. That was hysterical. I don't know where you found that story, but. That was that was damn funny, but today I want to you know be a little cliche. You know, over the weekend we had the Zozo Championship third round. There's a player in the world named Colin Morikawa, known for being a great ball striker. But guess what? He shanked it. It's a fact. No, he shanked it. You know what? He shanked it, and it wasn't even televised. So in his post round interview, he's talking about something that he thought he'd never do was hit a shank during competition. Well, Colin, you actually called yourself out. I gave you Shank of the Week for whiffing a ball to the Memorial Colin Morikawa. I'm only giving you the Shank because I like you and respect you. But you hit a Shank, Shank of the Week goes Colin Morikawa. Mm. I like it. I like it. Uh, this Shank of the Week does. We I want to go further in depth on the conversation what annoys you on a golf course. But let me give you the the start of this conversation. My Shank of the Week goes to my new white friends that I acquire on the golf course. <laughs> Your, your new white friends. My, all, my, all my new white friends that I'm about to acquire on a golf course because this game puts you in position to meet new people. And, you know, you're going to meet people from opposite backgrounds. So my shaking week goes to my new white friends that I'm about to acquire and who I just recently met. So this weekend, I'm playing golf with one new white friend. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I don't know if it's a, a hip-hop competition between him and I that I didn't know about okay. because he's playing hip hop music on his, on his uh, Bluetooth speaker, which is cool, which is cool. I mean, I I don't know if I, it's an unconscious bias in this because he, he automatically assumes that I'm just a hip hop connoisseur. I mean, do I look like I'm a hip hop connoisseur? Okay. Doug, don't answer that. But however, is the fact that, He's he's talking about, hey, Will, man, what you think about this lyric and this track? Bro, I don't know. Uh, hey, Will, what what what's what track, what what music you got going on in your car right now? I I personally have Huey Lewis in the news in my car right now. I don't know anything. I don't I don't know anything. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I got I got Gordon Lightfoot. I mean, this unconscious bias that you're putting on me, man, is tough. Like, it's tough. I am a hip hop fan, but I'm not. I'm not a part of the new, just new, yeah. the the new stuff. I'm just not all the way in on the new stuff. Not saying not, I appreciate it. There's I'm like five rappers named Baby. So yeah, Baby and Littles. And and the crazy, the little 
rappers that I oh, knew wait. in the beginning. The the rappers that I knew in the beginning, back when I was coming up, were little or old, but they still little. It baffles me. I, I don't know. I get mixed up. So all I'm trying to say is, man, you know, uh, to all my like new white friends, my old Jesus. white friends, they're grown ass Jeezy, <laughs> exact grown ass Wayne. It should be old Wayne now, <laughs> little old Wayne. <laughs> but just just to just to all uh, my my new white friends, my old white friends, <laughs> hey man, I I don't know all about the hip hop stuff. I'm with you, but we're not hip hop competition, and we're just gonna listen to the songs. Which that's all we're gonna listen to the songs. Hold that's on, all. hold on, hold on. Hold on, grown ass Lil Wayne, um, adult Wayne. So you you you're at the golf course. Some white folk play some some you know hip hop music, and it made you feel uncomfortable. Like I, cr- were, I, cr- did you feel I like cringe. Blackness. Was your I blackness cringe. like like is there a blackometer? Whereas like you didn't you weren't I, black I, enough in that moment, or how does this work? I feel like I feel like you're I feel like you're trying to make me happy. You don't have to make me happy by playing hip hop songs. You don't. You can still continue okay. with the country. Like, so let me tell you a quick story. So I'm in the middle of a shot. I think it's a shot that it's a shot that it's a 250 yard shot. I'm about to go in with a hybrid, try to be impressive with a little two iron, whatever. Okay. And I think right. it's a shot that can be heard around the county, right? And I'm over the shot, and then my my song comes on. Chris Stapleton, Tennessee Whiskey. And I'm like, oh, this is it. I'm feeling it. God, you whip me on this. It's a spiritual shot. And while I'm about to pull the trigger, the guy pulls the wool over my eyes and plays many men wish death upon me. And I'm just like, whoa, how do you go from Chris Stapleton to 50 Cent? And, you know, tempo got quick hit the ball out of bounds. It doesn't matter. But what I'm trying to say is you don't have to accommodate me because you think I like hip hop. That's all I'm trying to say. I'm still just upset about that. But that's one of the few things that annoy me on a golf course. Uh, it, it just, it's just annoying. And when people play the music too loud, it's supposed, the music is supposed to be for the golf cart, not for everybody else to hear on a golf course. Agreed. So I, I, that really frustrates me. gets under my skin. When, when, when your first reply is, huh? Hey, hey, that's your ball over here. What'd you say? How about we turn the music down so we can hear each other talk? That's just me. That's my two pennies. Okay. Will, so you know, no no music on the course for Will, apparently. If it's Cole Swindle, we can we can let it ride. Or, Thank you. You know, uh, maybe some Rascal Flats, Montgomery Gentry. There, you know, ooh, just some, there you go, Doug. That's what I'm talking about. Paramore, Carrie uh, Jason, Al- Jason Aldean. Mm, Give okay, me a little uh, Lee okay. Bryce. Uh, hey. th- that's what I'm talking about, bro. You just don't want no little Yachty or little Dirt. No, nah, or... no. Nah. If you can, if you can give me little Lee Bryce, I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hold on, Will. I got. I don't want to call you out, but I, I have. I have. I have a pressing issue that I need to discuss. I actually had a chance to see you on. I believe it was Sunday. You played some golf with some friends. And I saw the waterhole conversation post round. You didn't say a lot. You had a, very, a look of disgust on your face. I want to understand. I know you went out and played with some friends. There was some money that was, was taking place and some betting. Were, did you not win any money? Were you beat by a CPA? Like what? What happened that you were so dejected? I lost. <laughs> I lost. I lost to a guy who does taxes, and I lost to a guy 
who just came back into the professional world of golf. I lost. You lost and to I a hit top, the bo- top, top golf instructor. <laughs> I, I, I lost to a guy who's an international tax attorney. It was no, it was just so demoralizing. And I'm playing, and I'm hitting the ball good. That's the bad part. The guy just rolled like eight birdies in on me, and 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 I still didn't care about being around them. After I'm a sore loser, I didn't care about being around them. I care about their life. So that's at the what time. I saw. That's what I that that you had that f y'all face like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I didn't I didn't feel like talking to you. I didn't feel like talking to who, whoever they called. I didn't feel like, and I'll do it again. I won't talk again. Random story before we go. I'm playing golf with Alice Cooper, and we're playing here in Phoenix. I know. just it, uh, Name drops. Start there. I mean, I'm sorry it wasn't Steph Curry. I mean, we hear that like, every episode. <laughs> Steph, hey, Alice Cooper way bigger than Steph Curry. <laughs> I, so I'm playing with Alice Cooper and my neighbor Earl next door, who's just the GOAT. And we get on the second hole, and Alice is playing music. He's the DJ for the day. And so I, it's a 70-year-old you know, seventy year old man. He's a rocker. It might even be older than 70. So I'm like, what is he gonna play on this Bluetooth, man? Like, am I gonna be listening to like Ozzy Osbourne and you know certain places I can't go? I'm just be honest with you. <laughs> this man put on some Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, I was like, not Philip Bailey. Philip Bailey. Came, he came over to me, Will. He goes, he goes, hey, and you know Alice is so smooth. He's like, hey, Dougie, now this is good music. Ooh, and I was like, ooh. ooh. See, was, you did it. Un- like, you did an unconscious bias too. Yeah, for him. Yeah, because I, 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 yes, that was unconscious. Hell, he made millions rocking out, chewing bad heads off, and now he's playing golf, listening to Earth, Wind, and Fire. Well, well, Try to convince me that this is good music. Like, well, fucking well, have to convince me. This is fantastic. Well, I, I have this to. It's a vibe. I have to interrupt. He, he, Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy Osbourne did the bad heads chewing. Not, oh, that's not fair. Yeah. I, look, I wasn't born yet. You can't so put them all together, Doug. You can't right. put them all that's together. Right. What's Hold that on, but he song? did something. Hold on, what did what did he do? Uh, I know he had one song. What's it? I even I'm just good looking with my long long hair and it's just just cooking. I take you to a center right on time and put my greasy fingers up your greasy spine. Oh, sorry. Free my <laughs> <laughs> Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. That's all we got for y'all this week. Beyond the Fairway, man. Be sure to follow, listen, subscribe. Go ahead, let us know. Hit us up on Instagram. We out there, man. Will, I don't know where you're going to be next, but we got we got some projects coming out. Will's got some stuff he's writing. Always stay tuned. You never know. You just don't know who's going to pop in. Go Beyond the Fairway with us. Will, always good to see you, my friend. Absolutely. And shout out to our first ever podcast with the Blue Check. This is a monumental moment and feat for NBC and Beyond the Fairway for Will Lowry and Dougie Smith, a.k.a. Douglas Fresh on the IG and Will Lowry Golf. That's it. I, I, I like that. That was fantastic, Will. Yes, I'm, I'm learning how In to In case you guys didn't know, we are verified, damn it. I'm trying to get in and get out. I'm trying to learn how to get in and get out. <laughs> Brevity. Hey, they call it, they call it five Bs. Mm. Be brief, brother. Be brief. Brevity. Be brief. <laughs>
I'll have to count that later. Okay. This is great. You, you, you had it right. You had it. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 